Good evening, folks, and welcome to episode eight of the Lean with Dean podcast. And I'm your host, Dean. So today we're going to be basically discussing all things about measuring progress and measuring your progress, the do's and don'ts that surround it. Now, you may be familiar with something that I say on social media all the time is what gets measured gets managed. And I do believe that you should definitely track some some metrics when it comes to you looking to improve your physical fitness, your fat loss, how lean you are, how you look and your performance, etc. Um, and I'm going to basically during this podcast, we're going to go ahead and go through all the do's and don'ts. I'm probably going to go one by one. So lift a list off one do, one don't. But if I lose my flow um, and just go off on a tangent, I will do my best to get back to it. Uh, in the meantime, hope you are well. Um, this podcast has been pretty interesting. Um, some of the messages we've been getting back so far have been great. So if you do have any messages, guys, back, make sure to go ahead, bang them back to me, and I can go ahead and add them into, let's say it's a topic that you want me to cover. Make sure you do mention it to me because I do have a list of topics to cover a list list of 40 to 50 different episodes that i want to do and you what you want to listen to might not be on that so do get back to me with a topic that you want me to cover all right now the do's and don'ts around measuring your progress around fitness and fat loss and nutrition <clears throat> it do i do believe i do do um i want you to go ahead and use a tape measure a tape measure is such a fantastic tool when it comes to tracking your progress. And the reason being is it's basically going to record the circumference of a body part. Now, you're not recording the length of anything, lads, right? It's the circumference. So put your pants back up. We've got different body parts that I want you to go ahead and measure when it comes to getting leaner and tracking your progress. Now, obviously, you're going to have your arms, your legs, right? So tracking your, your calves, your thighs. And making sure each of these points, you're going at the halfway point, right? So the fattest part, potentially, of the leg and of um, the arm, whatever it may be. So you have bicep, tricep, that kind of area. You have your quad, upper and mid-thigh. You have around your bum. And then you have your waist. Don't measure around bone when doing this. Make sure you're not kind of rest on the hip bone. You want to be kind of around the belly bone-ish area. And then you have the chest. There's another area to kind of go ahead and, and, and measure. Um <clears throat> Uh, one for the girls with this one you can kind of do this or not do this I'm, I'm not a big kind of pusher on measuring chest um when it comes to fat loss with a woman i would go more so for waist um, because you'll be able to judge your progress based off of your bra size so as if you go ahead and start to lose fat you will decrease potentially in what size bra you are wearing i know it's a crime but it happens okay uh, then you have around your neck and neck is an area that's often overlooked because we do retain and kind of gain and lose fat around our neck and it's an area that i do want you to go ahead and track so just after me rambling on what's that one two three four five six seven eight nine different areas nine ten different areas with a tape measure and that is a place that we can go ahead and chalk up a lot of little wins if we're in the middle of trying to diet and that's going to bring me easily over onto what I don't want you to do is only focus on weight. When you only use one metric for your progress, especially one which is so, so inconsistent, something that fluctuates up and down, back and forward over the course of a day, not even just over the course of a week, over the course of a day. I'm sitting here and I have a liter bottle of water in front of me, a glass of water, excuse me. And if I drink this, let's say I was 80 kilos at the start of this podcast, by the end of it, I and if I drink all this water, I'll be 81 kilos roughly just because our body will retain the water and our weight 
will be as a result of the water plus everything else that's inside my skin. So that's just something that I want you to focus on. Don't use weight as your only metric because it's very, very easy to go ahead and get down on yourself if it's not moving. And other things may be moving, but if you have not measured those areas because you're only focused on weight, you won't know. So go for more than just weight. That's a don't. Consistent. Everything you measure must be consistent in the terms of what time you measure at, what day you measure, what you're wearing, what you're not wearing. The way you're standing when it comes to a before and after photograph, it has to be consistent. The whole idea around a testing procedure, it's like when you're trying to test for like the results of the, whether it's a vaccine or it's a pills or it's a, just any, even a hair product. You try to make sure the testing parameters and testing rules are repeatable. They have to be repeatable. So that you can go ahead and kind of rule out other areas like, oh, well, I weighed, I weighed, sorry, I assessed myself at 8 a.m on a Monday and then on 12 o'clock on the Wednesday, I test myself. That is an inconsistent testing base, testing times. So you want to make sure that they are consistent so that we can get as close to a consistent metric and parameters and factors over the course of the testing. I myself will always measure myself at 8 a.m. That just tends to be a time that I'm generally free. So I generally don't have anything at 8 a.m. Um, whether it's a client in the gym or whether it's or just at home, there's nothing really kind of on at 8 a.m. So it's an opportunity for me to go ahead and do an assessment and do a update on my on my measurements. A don't that I want you to do, to not do, excuse me, is to compare yourself, excuse me, is to compare yourself to others. Too many times, Mary, who is five foot two, or John, who's five foot eight, is comparing themselves to a friend or a family member who is not in any way, shape, or form themselves. They are six inches taller, six inches smaller. They're six years older, three years younger. They have a completely different lifestyle. They have a completely different exposure to fitness, be it more or less in the past. They have more time available to them, less time available. Don't compare yourself to anybody else other than you. So you should only ever be comparing yourself to who you were yesterday. And just constantly try trying to strive for one percent each day. When you start to compare yourself to others, they say that comparison is the thief of joy, and I fully, fully believe this because there's a lot of things that for you to be really, really happy about your progress right now. But if you start, let's say you've lost a pound and you've lost two inches off your waist, and you feel amazing about that, but a friend goes ahead and tells you that they lost three pounds and they lost four inches off their waist, you're going to feel pretty shit about your results. If you are the type who compares yourself to others, instead, celebrate your friend's win and be like, awesome, well done. I lost this amount. You lost that amount. Together, we lost whatever amount it was. Combine your scores and be like, awesome, we're doing brilliant. Let's keep this up. But you're still focusing on your journey instead of just comparing yourself to others because that's how many, many men and women get derailed and actually come off the plan that they're on because they're getting down and getting down on themselves and being too, too hard on themselves. And they just get frustrated and overwhelmed and disappointed with their lack of results in comparison to their mate. So stop doing that. Do start tracking your progress through physical performance, emotion, knowledge, relationship, and just how happy you are. Now, that was a bit of a lot, right? There's six different things there. So physical is obviously a physical body measurement. So it is your weight. It is a tape measure. It is 
your height. Obviously, that's not going to change too much. But they are definitive physical metrics. Okay, and I'm sure a photo kind of falls into that, but I'm covering that in a different um, in a different topic in a few minutes. Performance: How you get on with the session? How you run a 5K? Is your time getting better? Are you actually running further? Are you less out of breath come the end of it? Emotionally, so like how how are you mentally? So are you positive more? Are you is your mood increased? Um, also, I forgot to mention this, but how is your sleep? Has your sleep improved? Um, your knowledge. You you know more about food, about fitness, about fat loss. You understand that there's no there's no silver bullet. There's no quick fix. This is a six week, twelve week, eight week, eighteen week. You name it. Weeks. It's a long process. This is a lifestyle, and the knowledge that you're obtaining through going to someone who is a good coach, a great coach, should I say, and not just giving you a cookie cutter program. They are educating you to the point that you don't need them anymore. That's the knowledge that you want to go ahead and obtain. Your relationship with food has increased. Your relationship with fitness and exercising, it's no longer a punishment. It's no longer a chore. It's now something that you look forward to and it's something that you enjoy doing. It's become a part of who you are. You really, really enjoy it. And just how happy you are. That's the, That should be like your first and foremost metric for kind of, like, is there progress? Are you happier or are you sad? Are you more like more miserable? This is something to focus on. Like if you're not, I know hundreds of men and women who over the years have gotten into super, super shape and they're fucking miserable. So I want you to focus on being happy. Like you may get to 20 kilos less than what you currently are right now, if that is your goal. And if you're not happy, what's the fucking point? And this is going to bring me over to the other side. Um, on a don't sector, don't compare yourself to you 10 years ago. Now, if you're my age, you're, what, 31? And generally, my audience is people in their 30s. Like, you may be of the kind of, you're married now, you have one to, two, one, one to four kids right now, you're really, really busy with work, you have a house, you have different responsibilities. You have a lot less time than what you may have had when you were in your early 20s, late teens. You, <clears throat> the kids require more time from you. Um, you may have may have injuries now that you didn't have back then. There are so many factors that I don't want you to compare yourself to who you were 10 years ago. Even me, myself, if I compare myself to someone who was 10 years ago, like I'm not going to say I would have more hair because from looking at photographs, I've been losing my hair for a long bloody time, way before then. Um, so just try not to compare yourself to you 10 years ago. Maybe even like maybe as far back as like one year. But still, again, you're not the same person and you shouldn't be the same person you were a year ago because we're always looking to progress, whether it's financially, whether it's like relationships, whether it's fitness and fat loss, you're not the same person year on year. You're always trying to strive to improve. And if that means you take on more responsibilities, you take on more responsibilities. Try to focus on the here and the now and look at who you are right now, whether it's what weight you are, what fitness levels you have, how happy you are, blah, 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 and just try and improve it. And in a year's time, you'll be a completely different human. Next up, we have a really, really powerful one. I'm going to take a sip of water. We have a really, really powerful one. It's clothing. Now, whether that's you looking to lose enough weight so that you can buy a new pair of jeans that are a size smaller, or that is you looking to lose X amount of weight so that you can fit into an old pair 
that you have bought in the past that were super expensive and you want to get back into them this is something that i want you to kind of use as a powerful powerful metric for your success and your progress i use it when it comes to my suit so my suit that i wore for my wedding um year and a half ago almost two years um that won't fit me now that is way too big i mean it's way it's like because i was a lot heavier on my wedding day than what i what i currently am now and just even kind of physically looking at me i was a lot chunkier <coughs> excuse me in and around the kind of the chest and shoulder area and especially especially around the tummy like i was bigger in these areas so my suit won't fit me now if it gets to the stage again where let's say we're all at weddings again and social gatherings can occur and i go to put that put that suit on if that suit becomes too tight on me i will know that i've gone the other way again and i've actually gained a lot of weight and i've gained a lot of tint and i'm back at the same if not worse than what i already was so the clothes are a powerful metric to either strive for or to ignite something in you but don't get upset if you put in a pair of clothing that don't fit anymore like kind of don't get super upset and get down and kind of don't how do how do you say this when you get a, a flat tire one flat tire you don't just stab the other tree you get the one the one flat tire fixed same thing goes with your clothing if you put on a pair, a pair of jeans a blouse a jumper or whatever it may be that doesn't really fit as well as it used to and it's super super tight don't worry about it don't sabotage yourself like okay hold on I'll, roger that let's go ahead and fix that situation let's go ahead and clean up my nutrition again let's go ahead and start training get my steps in look at where i've gone wrong and go ahead and correct it Um. now we're going to go over to oh, oh i love this one love this topic do not use instagram fitspos fitness professionals models influencers as your kind of yardstick for what to achieve i have news for you the vast majority of instagram accounts fitspos fitness influencers they have physiques that for the mere mortals like you and i are completely listen to this completely unattainable why they have access to stuff that you and I possibly do not have access to, or we do have access to it, but we're not willing to go down that such a road. Um, now, I may be speaking about steroids. Um, I may be speaking about a little bit of a nip and tuck here and there. I may be speaking about a like small bit of liposuction here and there. The list goes on and on. Cosmetics is a massive thing. Ask yourself this. If you were an influencer, okay? And let's say you work for certain brands that require you to kind of, well, let's say you're a female, dress in fairly revealing uh, underwear, um, gym, gym gear with either protein or clothing hashtag ad in the corner. Um, or you're a dude and you're topless and it's proteins, it's supplements that you're kind of trying to spout and sell, whatever it may be. If your revenue and your income is purely dependent on people clicking your ad based off of how you look, would you play by the rules that you and I, listen, are playing by? Would you dabble in some less than fair? Like, I'm not, I'm not against steroids. I'm not against steroids. Um, but be honest with your audience. If you, if you're image and your physique and your aesthetics influences your income which for the vast majority of people on instagram it does would you take something to increase the chances and the longevity of that revenue absolutely you would i would i know i 100 I, I would but 
I am not that. I'm not in that scope. I'm in the coaching side of it. I'm not an influencer. I've no intention of being a fucking influencer. I want to coach people. I want to help people like you, like me, around the world, get healthier, happier, fitter, leaner, you name it. So please stop doing hashtag goals, hashtag you're my inspiration, blah, blah, blah. These people aren't playing by the same rules as you and I. And even if we take drugs out of it, their job is looking amazing. They are spending a long fucking time in the gym. Or if they're not doing it right now, they have over a period of 10 years. That's why they're in phenomenal shape. All right? You're a mum of four. You're a dad of three. You work a nine-to-five job. You cannot afford to spend three hours in the gym. You cannot afford to go on a long walk. You, your lifestyle does not allow this to occur. Okay? Pick a, pick a better goal. Pick a better person to emulate, if you want to say that. And don't compare yourself to these people. Uh, next up, we have photos. Everyone should take a photograph. Have you ever have you ever heard of a person who goes ahead and loses a shit ton of weight and they never took a photograph at the start? And they always say to you, I wish I took a photograph at the start. This is a huge kind of powerful, very, very powerful metric to kind of go ahead and compare your progress with. Because you may have what I would call a fat day. where A day where you're just feeling a little bit, ugh. A little, a little bit. Uh, is this even worth it? Am I making progress? What's the, what's the feckin' point? And you go ahead and you take out the photograph that you took four months ago, and you see physically there on your phone. Jesus Christ! Two things. One, was I that bad? And two, I, I have actually made a lot of progress. I'm just being a little bit of a moan right now and kind of feeling sorry for myself because I'm having a bit of a shit day. Um, I have made a substantial increase. Um, in the quality of my life and the quality of my health as a result of the actions I've taken over the last four months. So take a photograph, front, back, side. Save it in your calendar. You don't have to post it on Instagram. You don't have to post it, send it over to me. You don't have to send it to anybody. You can just have it for yourself for those days where you are feeling a little bit fat and you want to go ahead and compare. Such a powerful metric. I really I really do kind of try to drive this home. Then the last... Uh, like... Just make progress, guys, right? I have all the do's, all the don'ts, all done there. Remember, what gets measured get managed. Like, you could even use, like, the fact that you are, like, bringing it back to, to the performance-based performance uh, metrics. You're getting in more steps per day. You're consistently getting in more steps. You're consistently getting more sleep. You have tracked your calories 90 days in a row. You have given up alcohol for the last six months. Like these are non like non-scale victories, yes, but these are things that aren't revolving around the scale for tracking your progress to becoming a leaner, healthier, fitter, happier version of yourself. So focus on these instead, as opposed to how much you weigh. I am fatter or skinnier than him or her. Um, I was much better ten years ago, whatever it might be. Yeah, but like you didn't have your own home ten years ago. You didn't have two amazing kids ten years ago. You didn't have a loving wife slash husband ten years ago. You weren't a great friend 10 years ago. You're a lot better person now than what you were back then. It's just physically you might look a little bit different. You might look better for God's sake, right? And in 10 years' time, you may look at it like, Jesus Christ, I am 45 years of age and I am the fittest I've ever been. Like I know for me, myself, I'm what, 31 years of age now. And when I'm 41, I want to look back and feel like I am a fitter, healthier, happier version of myself at 41 than I am at 31. Um, just go ahead, measure your progress, guys. Don't use one metric as your only 
as your only metric, should I say, um, for progress because it's very, very easy to become derailed when looking at one metric. And be consistent as well. If you are going to track, be consistent with it. And if you're not going to track, or sorry, if you're not going to be consistent with it, there's nearly no point in tracking. Just because you'll weigh yourself on a Monday at 8 a.m. and then you'll weigh yourself on a Friday at 8 p.m. and you will have a massive difference in the numbers uh, for many, many reasons. And just just don't do it. Just don't do it. Right? Let's call it a day on that one. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to go ahead and share this on socials, screenshot it, bang it up on your stories. And if you do have any questions, make sure to reach out on, or even a, a topic suggestion, make sure to reach out to me on Instagram, at with the underscore. And see you later.